Hi guys and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Lucy and I've got two podcast newbies with me today in Santina and Beth. Hi. Hi. So this week we're going to talk about exam results and what you can do if you don't get those results that you're expecting or the results that you need. Um, we've also spoken to a careers advisor from a further education setting. Um, so hopefully that will give us some insight in what you can do if you are struggling. OK, so like we said, today's podcast is all about exam results um, and what to do if we don't get the results that we're expecting or the results that we need for the courses that we want to do. I think what's what's really important is to consider that there's not just one pathway into our next steps, whatever that might look like. There's three of us in our podcast today and we all have had very, very different paths into the careers that that we've chosen some of us have hit this career path really early some of us have hit it really late um I don't know guys maybe we should share our pathway and see see if it resonates with anyone so for me I know that I went to a grammar school uh, I didn't get the GCSEs that I wanted I failed maths um I did get English and sciences um but obviously maths we know is one of those core subjects um, so I went on to do an apprenticeship. Typically, the route was after grammar school, you go on and you stay on a sixth farm. I'm happy to say I'm not massively academic. So I chose the um, apprenticeship route and I went to night school to the local college in Gainsborough, actually. And um, <laughs> I studied maths at night. I remember meeting the maths tutor. He was so scary um, and I'd gone through school thinking I'm rubbish at it but he made it so easy and so simple. I knew that I wanted to teach um, ultimately and I needed maths to do it and he was like Santina I'm going to get you there. Um, so I did that on a night and I came out with my maths, never really looked back to be honest. Um, then went on and did my apprenticeship and then later life went to university and did my my degree later so very different path for me what was a supposed to be a typical sort of pathway lucy what about you what was your path what did that look like mine is very similar to yours actually um so when at the moment obviously you need to stay in education till you're 18 when i left school that wasn't the case um, I didn't get my maths GCSE either, uh, so I didn't get on to uh, the college course that I wanted. And rather than do probably what I should have done and find out a little bit more and find ways around it, I just said, oh, I'll give up then and just went out to work. Um, and I did admin roles for years, but always in the back of my mind. I, I wanted to work with children. I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I did the same as you, Santina. I went to night school at Grantham College and redid my maths. Uh, me and my brother actually redid our maths at the same time. Um, in our early 30s, we were sitting maths exams. Um, and like you, never looked back. I did my degree later in life through the Open University. It was all home learning. 
um and it was all worth it because I am now doing what I love I just wish I'd stuck with it at 16 and gone to college and done all of this sooner um but that's the way it took me and I couldn't be happier now so it's all good <laughs> what about you Beth uh, my route was actually a little bit more traditional. So I did my GCSEs, but then went on to college to do my A-levels. Um, and then after my A-levels, I went straight into university. Didn't know what I wanted to do as a career, so I chose a degree I thought I would enjoy. Um, and then it wasn't until halfway through that degree I realised what I wanted to do, um, which was to, to teach. Um, so then I ended up going back to university again. Um, but I do remember along the way that I didn't get the GCSE grade I wanted in one of my subjects. Um, so I spoke to the college and we had a conversation about what I could do instead. Um, so I ended up doing a completely different subject, um, but that's fine because I, I did quite well in it in the end. Uh, so sometimes it works out maybe for the better, even though it doesn't feel like it at the time. Um, yeah, so mine was much more traditional. So three very, very different pathways. Um, and, you know, our listeners out there will probably have different pathways to us as well, because everybody's different. Absolutely. And there's so many different ways about getting further education now as well, isn't there? Um, you talked about an apprenticeship, Santina. Yeah, I think also apprenticeships now are far more, they're far more advertised than they were you know, when I was studying 20 years ago. Oh, gosh, is it really 20 years ago? Yeah, I think it is 20 years ago. <laughs> it's probably more, actually, but are we allowed to lie on these? <laughs> um, but I think, you know, apprenticeships now, there is so many other options, like there's T-quals that are available in colleges. So it's not just your standard, like, A-level, MVQs, GMVQs. It's not just standard quals anymore. There's th these T-quals which has um, quite a lot of hours work experience that you have to do alongside studying your programmes. TQLs weren't available when um, I was studying, but I know they're quite big in, in um, FE colleges now. Um, but it gives that, the student a really good go at, you know, practising those kinesthetic skills where they're doing rather than just sat in a classroom all day listening. So... Yeah, it meets the different learning styles that we've all got as well. So we've um, we've talked about our routes into um, our roles. Beth's done a little bit of uh, research on some well-known people that have kind of taken different routes, non-traditional routes, um, through to get where they want to get as well. So I will I'll hand over to Beth. Uh, so... Yeah, first, uh, you've got the sports presenter, Claire Warding. You'll often see her uh, representing like the Olympics or uh, any other big sporting events going on. Um, so she actually had mixed A-level results. Um, she didn't quite get the grade she wanted to get into Cambridge University. So she decided she was going to take two years out. Um, she retook her exams and she practised her interview techniques. Um, and then eventually she did manage to get onto a course she wanted at Cambridge University. Um, so that just shows that if you don't do it straight away after your A-level results or your GCSE results, it doesn't matter. You can go back, retake um, or take some time out. Um, but you'll eventually get 
to where you want to be. Um, then next we've got Lord Sugar. I think most people know who he is. He's on The Apprentice. Um, he didn't have that many qualifications when he left school. Um, so he set up his own business from an early age and obviously he's become really successful. Like he earns millions now. Um, and it's a very, very similar story with Deborah Meaden, who's a dragon on Dragon's Den. Um, very similar to Lord Sugar, where she left school with very few qualifications um, and it didn't quite get what she wanted. Um, but again, she had an eye for business, so set up her, her own businesses and I mean, look at her now. Again, she's earning millions and helping other people set up their, their own little businesses too. Um, and then finally, you've got Steven Spielberg, a very well-known director. Uh, he was actually rejected from the University of Southern California School of Theatre, Film and Television three times. Uh, so he decided he was going to take a break from applying to university and decided to do what he wanted to do instead. But he did later return uh, to school in 2002. So I think it just shows there are lots of different ways to, to go about doing what you want to do. You don't have to necessarily go down the traditional route or do something what straight after each other um you can take a break so from the podcast today we've got a visitor who's agreed to come and speak to us so uh, we've got trish with us today and she's a careers advisor at fe college and she's been a careers advisor for more than 20 years um so thank you for agreeing to join us today trish my pleasure so we've just got a few questions that we wouldn't that that we would like you to go through and, and answer if that's possible so the first one is if a student hasn't got the grades that they need for their next step what's their options the first thing is please don't worry i know that you will but please don't worry because there are so many people in the same situation as you but there is lots of help available your school will have staff who may be able to help you. They should have a careers leader or careers staff or maybe an impartial careers advisor, maybe a tutor, lots of staff there. So if you do go into school, you can give them a ring, they'll help you. If you have applied to a college, then they often have other courses at a lower level, but in the same or a similar subject. So don't think you can't do the course you want to do anymore because it could be that you can. What you can do is you can check their website just to check up if you want it. But if you're really not sure, phone the college which you want to go to and check your options with them. They will have trained career staff at level six, uh, trained support staff and admissions people. And the admissions people are the ones who look after your applications. You can also phone other colleges even if you haven't applied to them. Apply for that, you know, talk about their courses, it may not be too late to apply to them. They may have just the course for you if the college you want to go to doesn't have your course. You can also Google the career service for your area. Um, it's difficult to say from here because I'm in a different area to maybe where you live, but you can give them a ring and see what they say. Uh, councils have websites, you can look at them for advice because they're in charge of education for the area. So there's lots of things you can do. And if you have applied for an apprenticeship and you haven't got the grade you need for your apprenticeship, again, you can give your apprenticeship provider, they're the people who look after you on the apprenticeships. You can give them a ring. And again, if you haven't made an application to college, um, 
you can also apply to colleges. It may not be too late to apply. I certainly know it's not too late to apply to the college I work at. Oh, that's great, Trish. Thank you. That's really reassuring because actually what, what that's saying is there's more than one thing that, that young people can do if mm. they're not getting those grades. That's brilliant. Yeah. I think um, obviously I've been in education for such a long time and I know the value of English and maths and, you know, going mm. through secondary schools, the teachers drill it into you that English and maths is really important and it really is. So we know that those are mm. the core subjects for these people to progress further um so what happens if they don't get their grade four in their English and maths because we know it's it's crucial for an apprenticeship mm. what and you know what will happen if they go on to college and they've not got English and maths is, is yeah. there something that they can do yeah again please please don't worry um because whichever course you'll do at college if you haven't got maths and English or maths or English the one you haven't or the ones you haven't got will be automatically included in the timetable for your course. You haven't got to apply anywhere to do maths and English. It's automatically included. So that's a big tick. Um, if you're close to a Ford grade, then you'll do resits in November. And what normally happens at colleges is you will start your lessons in September as if you haven't passed. And then you'll do your resit in November and then you will keep attending your, your maths or English class or both. Um, and if you get a grade four, then you don't have to attend that class anymore. But if you don't get a four, then you will have to keep attending and then do your, your proper GCC exam again in the spring. Um, one thing to remember is all students in maths and English are in the same situation to you. They'll be the same level as you, so no bright sparks in the class to sort of look, show you up. Many with the same struggles as you. So you can get the right help and support and encouragement because you'll all be roughly at the same level and you won't get left behind like maybe you have done at school. And the tutor can spot your difficulties more quickly because, again, you're all in the same level. So please don't worry, it's very different. Oh, great, thanks, Trish. So the third question is, um, in the 20 plus years experience you've had as a careers advisor, have you seen lots of young people who haven't got the grades um, you know, when they've left school and they've come to college? Yeah, I have. I've seen lots of people in tears, lots of people who have crushing disappointment, worried that they won't be able to follow their career aim anymore. They feel that their career idea is over, feeling that they've failed. Now, if you have got a grade one, two or three, you haven't failed. You've got a grade and we can build on this. Any college, any apprenticeship provider can help you build this grade up. So one thing I would say is, please do not do this. Please do not rip up your results, slips or certificates. That's happened a couple of times. They are evidence and they will help the tutor to decide what level course you want to do and help you put you in the right maths and English class. When you do get your GCSE results or even if you get to get your grades, then please look after your certificates. Do not lose your certificates for GCSEs because many employers and, and universities and other colleges want to see them. You need to keep them safe for evidence for the future. Even when you get to be 50 years old, employers will still ask what grades have you got in maths and English? And if you haven't got your GCSE grades safe somewhere, you may have to resit them again. So look after no look after your certificates so you haven't failed we can build on that and i have known students come to college who've got maybe a grade two in the maths and english 
and they started on maybe a lower level course. They worked really hard on the GCSEs for that year and they actually got fours and fives when they you know, that, that spring term. So they went from a level one course to a level three course the following year. They jumped up to levels in college because they worked really hard. So don't worry, we'll get you there. I think that leads really nicely into the next question, actually, Trish, because I think what we've noticed is there are a lot of young people out there who really, really struggle with the school environment. Mm. Um, so how would you say coming to college differs? Yeah, I think most colleges recognise that lots of people, young people struggle at school for lots of different reasons. So that could be bullying, anxiety, depression, a learning difficulty or condition that wasn't supported or even recognised at school, maybe didn't like the teacher, you felt ignored by them or belittled by them, you maybe have home difficulties, you maybe found your subjects difficult, you've maybe chosen the wrong options. And there's lots of other reasons why some students really struggle at school. They just don't like learning, they want to be outside practically doing something. Different thing about college is you choose subjects you want to do. So you haven't got to do ones that are set by the school. You're choosing the ones that you want to do, the ones you're interested in. So it could be a practical course or it could be something that's more classroom based. It's whatever suits you. The tutors will be called by first name. So no miss, mister, anything like that. Um, you may not be in college every day. So it depends on the course you do. Some courses might be five days a week, some might be three, some might be four. You will get lots of support. You'll usually have one main tutor for your course subjects. And then you'll maybe have other tutors as, that also teach you as well. Now, the main tutor will really get to know you. They'll know how you tick and they'll be there to support you because they want you to pass. They want you to be happy. They want you to achieve. So it's in their interest to get to know you and it makes their job nice for themselves too. There's lots of support you can get um, at the college I work in and I think this is similar to lots of colleges. We have pastoral coaches who will get alongside you, who can listen to you with your personal problems, um, uh, difficulties with attending, struggles with the course itself. There can be a liaison between you and the tutor. If you don't feel you can talk to your tutor, which is very rare. We also have counselling teams at colleges who are fully trained and you can go to them. There's safeguarding teams who can help you. There's also fun stuff you can do. Um, colleges want to make it fun for you. So there's sometimes parties, expeditions, trips abroad, um, work experience, trips to sort of different in companies, have a look round. Lots of really good stuff you can do. Competitions with other colleges as well. So it's very different environment to school. You're an adult. We treat you as an adult. We treat you with respect. And obviously we would expect that back. Thanks, Trish. And finally, any words of wisdom to offer our listeners today? Well, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again, but please don't worry. If it turns out you can't do the course you originally wanted, I've known many students do completely different courses, which actually worked out better for them in the long term, especially for students who don't get, don't get the grades they need for A-levels, because there is a fantastic range of vocational qualifications that can open up doors 
into work, apprenticeships or university. You just learn in a slightly different way, but it, they will still challenge you. Remember, help is out there. Schools, colleges, councils, other career services. Don't um, suffer in silence. Get talking to people. If you don't feel you can give a college a ring yourself, go to your school, ask your family, ask a friend, walk into a college. We open throughout summer, or most do anyway. Um, so don't suffer in silence. And talk to Santina and the team there, and they can get you in touch with the right person that you need to talk to as well. Okay, so that was a lot of information that we've just received from Trish. Um, and she was as thorough as she always is. I've worked with Trish for a long time uh, in a previous role. I think ultimately those key messages that she's given us were, there are lots and lots of different um, opportunities for you to speak to different people if you don't get those results that you're needing. Um, careers advisors, the um, National Careers Helpline, um, you know, go and speak to the college, um, speak to the careers advisors. If you do have any in school, we are aware actually that there aren't a lot of schools that have careers advisors, um, but the colleges all do have a careers advisor that you can speak to. Um, and ultimately, this doesn't just cover people who are taking their GCSEs. Also, for those um, further education students that are um, studying for their A-levels this year and hoping to go on to um, higher education next year. Um, again, the same principle applies if you've not got those GCSE results or A-level results that you need. Speak to the college. Um, the careers teams usually are, are quite helpful. I think UCAS has a lot of really good information sources as well, so and that's available online. Um, so that could be a good route into exploring different options if if needed. They've also got a uh, telephone line so you can actually ring up and speak to somebody as well if, you, if you'd rather do it that way and talk through your options. They're really helpful. Most importantly though it's okay to take a bit of time to work out what's going to happen next. You don't have to have the answer right away. It's all right to take that bit of time out and I think that's everything from us today. Um, and we wish you all the best of luck uh, in your exams and whatever happens next for you. Mm -hmm.